Welcome in to another Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast. Thomas Miller coming to you right about the 1st of May 2023 is the timestamp on this. The reason I say that is we're going to talk about something that is going on right now, but this is something that you could always apply. So whether you're listening to this now or in 2030, it really doesn't matter. However, for those of us going through this period right now, it might have a little extra importance and encouragement. We really are talking about the subconscious mind, and we're talking about how to shore it up at times. You know, sometimes we need to identify and reprogram. We've got about 300 episodes talking about that. But other times we need to shore it up. In other words, nothing is radically or dramatically out of alignment. If it is, that's a different process. However, there's just energy around us. Maybe it's in our home. Maybe it's in the workplace. Could be at school. Or it's in the just macro. You feel it by uh, getting up in the morning. (laughs) It's like, what did I do to get this? So there are some things going on right now as I'm recording this that are contributing to this feeling, to this energy, to this angst. We'll talk about those quickly. And then I have seven points. Seven is a good number. Seven points that I'd like to go through. Then we're going to create a mantra. And then we're going to do a quick meditation to pull it all together. My intention here is to hit the high points and not to spend too much time elaborating. This mostly comes from taking a look in our Facebook group this morning. We have a private Facebook group, Subconscious Mind Mastery and Fun Astrology Podcast listeners. At least of now, (laughs) at least right now we do. It was created as a place for our listeners to gather. And more importantly than that, it's a place where we don't do the typical social media conversations. We don't bring up politics. We don't talk about off-topic stuff like that. And the other thing is, when we comment, it's always respectful and encouraging. You don't have any of that snide, snippy stuff that you typically get on social media. We clip it right out. So that makes it a safe space for people to let their hair down and to comment. And when people are hurting, they often come to that group for encouragement. Well, that's what's been happening now with several people who I know their journeys, or at least know some of their journeys, who are saying that they're feeling disrupted right now. I see it in other places and hear about it from other friends not associated with that group. So you put all that together and you realize that it is definitely affecting people. And it seems to be universal, at least broadly so. So let's consider a couple of things that might be influencing this beyond just ourselves. In other words, we're not all crazy after all. (laughs) So the first thing, and those of you who listen to the other podcast that I do every day called Fun Astrology, know that we've been talking about this. This is not going to be an astrology podcast. Don't worry. But there are some factors because I firmly, totally believe that the sky reflects the earth as above, so below, or so below as above. You could reverse that. And that's even biblical. The heavens declare. Jesus said, I'd given you the sun, the moon, and the stars. Well, we have to, if it's been given, then we have to know what to do with it. I mean, this interpretation of our path, to me, has changed my life. It's like having a Google map on your phone 
on the soul level. That's why I created a course. I'll make no uh, unashamed bones about it. On the funastrology.com webpage is my Fun Astrology 101 course. And that is there to teach you how to read the Google map of your soul's path. That five-minute, six-minute, seven-minute podcast that we do every morning, Fun Astrology, is for the purpose of just touching base and talking about the spiritual weather, just like we talk about the physical weather, except now you get that from 10,000 different places. You really don't even need the weatherman anymore. But when there's difficult weather in the sky, you want the weatherman. And that's the same parallel that we have going on here. You want that guidance. What does the radar say? What does the expert say as far as the interpretation of where this storm is moving? Is it going to be in my path? And how bad is it? And how should I prepare? When it's going to be sunny and hot for the next three months, or it's going to be cold and gray for the next three months, you don't need the weatherman so much. So what we have in the sky right now, the snapshot for those listening in 2023, is we are right in between two challenging eclipses. We've been watching these for a long time and knew that they were loaded up with energy. At the same time, the trickster planet, Mercury, is in retrograde. That is astronomically what's going on in the sky, as Mercury is simply passing between the Earth and the Sun. Being a novice astrologer, I found that out, learned that, and I thought, well, that's just like sunspots. <laughs> it's a disruption, in this, but it doesn't come and go very quickly. It kind of blocks across there for three weeks. Well, that's basically, yeah, what's going on. We have something in between the Earth and the Sun that is blocking some of the Sun's rays, and we know that sunspots cause disruptions in technology. We know that Mercury retrograde is branded for causing disruptions in technology. Well, there you go. Now, the other thing, and you've heard me talking about this, but boy, when it comes to home to roost like it is right now, then it really gets practical. And that is on January the 12th, 2020, two of the planets up there aligned, and it was Saturn and Pluto. And that is a signal in the sky. I gave you the sun, the moon, and the stars as a sign. That sign is major radical era shifts on Earth. I've mentioned this so many times before, I'm not going to elaborate any more here. But just to say, we moved from the Dark Ages to the Italian Renaissance under this same pattern. Things really change. And because on Earth, things don't change very easily, things have to be shaken up. So the heavyweights come in. I call them the Blues Brothers of karmic work, Saturn and Pluto, and they shake it up. Let me say that date again, January 12, 2020. Within three weeks, the World Health Organization had declared a pandemic. When I looked back... One of the times that this happened before was in 1284. In 1347, the bubonic plague hit Europe. Before then, there had been a solar cycle, so there was climate change, and the planet basically, the northern hemisphere at least of the planet, basically froze for several years. Then there were crop failures, livestock deaths, and a resulting famine and economic upheaval as a result of all of that. There were wars in the 1330s, and then the pandemic in around 1850, basically. And then, about 20 or 30 years later, the Italian Renaissance emerged. 
fabulous time to be on the planet. So I had been watching all of that. I'd studied that out. I knew that this aspect was going to be very powerful, and it hit. And we actually had a group of people get together in Dallas to watch it live. And three weeks later, I'm like, oh, so we're starting with the pandemic this time. Hmm, okay. So my framework right there is I had been programming my subconscious mind for a couple of years prior to 2020 to get ready for something different. So it hasn't been as impactive. I totally expect it. And I haven't been surprised. Now let's bring it forward because I mentioned these two eclipses. One was April 20th. The next one is May 5th. The planet Pluto, again, is back and is very strong in these two eclipses, especially the first one. So here we are. We've had that eclipse. Pluto, boom, flexing its muscles within the context of the Saturn-Pluto alignment. And here we are feeling it. That's basically what's happening. Here are my seven points. First of all, Basically just talked about it. It definitely is a universal shift. Way too many people, conscious people, good spiritual people feeling it for it just to be a random self-isolated incident. That leads to number two. This will pass. If you want some dates, well, the Mercury piece of it will be out of the way by mid to late May. The eclipse piece will last a, quite a bit longer. Three months on the short term then you could go into the 18-month cycles and beyond on the long term. And remember, we'll have two more in October. So in the, in the, I was going to say in the fall, but so many of you listen, and it would have been spring when it happens for you below the equator. Natural rhythm of the sky. It happens twice a year, most cases. Now, I know when something like this is going on, it doesn't help in the moment to say, oh, this will pass, this too shall pass. But it is encouraging that at least there it's not, well, etched permanent. It's not. Because remember, in this Saturn-Pluto thing, it's always better in the end. We just have to get to the end. So this will pass. Point number three, we are, though, in this period. So we're in it. And there is a lot of stuff. As we look at the Google map of the soul, there's a lot of stuff between now and the end of 2024. One of the things that I've talked about a little bit, Robert Glasscock has talked about a little bit, and then I saw a post from a doctor on Twitter just the other day who was saying, I'm far less concerned about, and he listed off a couple of issues, than I am, he said, the destruction of Western civilization. This is a physician. What is a physician trained to do? And they do it all day, 25, 30, 40, 50 times a day, they're trained to look at a situation, diagnose, and come up with a treatment. That's how they think. What's the root issue here? What's going on? And how are we going to treat it? He says, I'm not so concerned about the election. I'm not so concerned about the pandemic. I'm not so concerned about this social issue or that social issue. He says, I'm concerned the whole structure of Western civilization could be in danger. That's why you're feeling it. And that was my fourth point. There is a reality. As things change, at times they are not going to be comfortable. Old structures are indeed being uprooted. Things are changing. So as we got into this, point number five, I drafted two new rules by observation. 
You remember as the pandemic was ending, people were saying, what's going to be the new normal? I came up with rule number one, there is no normal anymore. Maybe that will change, but for right now, don't expect normal. I mean in any kind of way. Let me give you the other one, then we'll tie this into subconscious programming. The other one is a little bit lighter, funnier, (laughs) but it's serious. As we started to get back out after the pandemic, I just noticed there's no more right-of-way anymore. You better be careful. (laughs) That traffic light up there, eh, that's just a suggestion. Maybe we'll come to agreement on it. Maybe not. What does red mean? I don't know. What does it mean today? What does it mean right now? What does it mean if I'm approaching the intersection? Yeah, means y'all better look out. See, when I was moving last year from over there to over here in North Carolina, I was on Interstate 40 and I was towing this little U-Haul trailer, just a little tiny U-Haul trailer. I was moving some stuff to the storage and it was empty. And I signaled and I moved from the right lane to the left lane And about a count of four later, boom, right in the back, got hit. Didn't do any damage. That's the miracle. And that's also the factor. Because the guy, A, completely didn't stop. I mean, I had plenty of time. Think about 1,001, 1,002, 1,003, 1,000, boom. That was plenty of time for that guy to have slowed down. I saw him back there, and it was I had plenty of room to pull over and do my pass. And I was empty. It was empty. I, I was at full speed. The guy completely lied about it. The only way that that accident could have happened was that he hit me from behind because anything else would have jackknifed my vehicle. Well, now I have dash cameras all over the place. <laughs> so everything is photographed now, and I don't get in my car without one. There is no normal anymore, and there is no right-of-way. And if you get in front of me, I'll just hit you. Now, the thing about those two rules, listen, hear me out. The thing about those two rules is they have totally shifted my perspective. If I don't anticipate normal, then I'm not disappointed when normal doesn't show up. And what does that also do if you kind of caught in there the subtlety of that? (laughs) Yeah, it lets you redetermine and redraft what your normal is going to be. Because if normal is being shaken up everywhere, then why not you pick your new normal? And I've got to tell you, believing that there is no more right-of-way has helped me drive much more defensively. You look for things that you didn't look for before. You pause before you enter that intersection. You look both ways twice, sometimes three times. You risk somebody honking at you from behind so that you don't tag that person who didn't believe that red means stop. These are ways to reprogram your subconscious mind in the moment to adapt to the current situation. And when I did this while back, it was funny. It was kind of light. It was like, oh, yeah, there is no new normal. Wow. Okay. Instantly adopted subconsciously. Oh, there is no right away. I'm observing all this stuff. Instantly adopted. I there was no argument. And I'll tell you, it's made it easier to go through this. That's why I'm telling you this. All right, two more. Number one, you are likely feeling it more. And that's exactly why you're here. Because you are conscious. You are feeling it. You are sensitive. And the discrepancy is in the level of energy. Fred Dodson 101. And fear 
is a big part of the energy today, like the doctor. How many people have actually thought, gosh, I wonder if we make it through this? Well, what does that lead to? Exuberance? No. So there you go. Fear is a 100-level energy. 100 on the scale of energy. One tick below that, and you're into the realms of psychosis. And it's everywhere. So we have to draft our new normal around this. And that's my last point, is that you chose this time to be here. And I know you've heard that, but stop and think about it for a second. On a soul level, the infinite level, you knew that all of this was here at this time. And you agreed to be born in the 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, to be here during this time. And yes, for those of you born in the 20s and 30s who are listening to this, we salute you. One, for figuring out the technology of podcast. And number two, (laughs) that you have seen so much and you bring so much wisdom to the world and we need your advice. But the way I'm looking at this is since we chose to be here, then we need to choose to be change agents for this new consciousness. So to that end, I think we can draw on readily available comforting assistance when we need it. Here's a mantra. I chose this time. Or we could say it, I chose this time however you want to inflect that. I chose this time to come to earth. I will find my highest service and assist in this transition. When I am uncomfortable, I call the angels to help me, and I receive instant love, comfort, and support. I will put that in the show notes so you can cut and paste it. Now to wrap up, let's just do a quick meditation to lock all of this in. Take a minute and just close your eyes if you can. If you're driving, keep them open. (laughs) You'll need them because you might decide to blow right through that red light. Take a good exhale regardless where you are. Blow in, blow out. It's all okay. Feel us centering right down through your crown, down through all of your chakras, right down your spine, right down your energy centers. Just flow that, you know, a lot of people like to call white light, positive energy from above, down toward the earth and into the earth. That's our connection. Earth to sky, sky to earth. Here we are. And then focus on your heart chakra area, that breastbone area of your chest. It's right in the middle. Feel the balance. Feel the centering. Feel that very important point. And let me tell you, I've mentioned this before, the heart is an energy center. You feel through your heart. It is our emotional generator. Go poking on it, you'll find out. Connect with that 
beautiful heart energy. Let's take a good inhale and we're going to exhale fear. Don't hold on to that low stuff. Blow it out. I reject fear. It has no place with me. Yes, there are uncertainties. But I chose this time to come to earth, and I will find my highest service and assist in this transition. When I am uncomfortable, I will call the angels to help me, and I receive instant love, comfort, and support. Call the angels right now. If you don't have a connection with them, just put it out there into the sky. They're out there. They'll find it. Put it in your own words. And that could be just the word help with a big exclamation mark after it. That's okay. I did this preparing for the talk, and then I'm doing it right now with you. And I'm feeling the embrace. It's beautiful. It's so comforting. You just have to stop long enough to do it. You can take this meditation with you anywhere. I chose this time to come to Earth. I will find my highest service and assist in this transition. When I am uncomfortable, I call the angels to help me, and I receive instant love, comfort, and support. And I breathe. Don't ever have an angel encounter, whether it's through a deck of cards or a synchronicity or anything, that you don't say thank you. They love thank you. They love gratitude. It's one of the highest energies. That's why they love it. You're up there in their realm now. Fear? Not so much. Gratitude? Ah. It's like a warm bath for them. So thank you, angels for coming now. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your comfort. Some might experience this as the Holy Spirit. That's fine. Some might experience it as the great energy. And that's fine too. Whatever metaphor works for you. And then feel it right into your heart, into that heart middle chakra area, so that it goes straight into your subconscious. And we close with that imprint that says, there is no turning back. The words, and so it is. Say them now. And so it is. I love you so much. Enjoy the journey. I'll see you next time.
The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate.